0: 5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. Election 2019 with David Penberthy and Will Goodings. The penultimate election wrap on 5AA Breakfast. I know you've been counting them down. Our coverage, we're looking forward to that on Saturday night. starts just before 7 Mm o'clock after the Twilight Game of Footy Ends 6.45 and onward, David and I will be with you for the duration of the count on polling night. Leaders making their final pitches. Phil Shorten, looking to the future, was asked yesterday about the prospect of having to deal with a potentially right-wing Senate.
1: we form a government, we will have a mandate. Now, this word mandate gets used a lot in politics, doesn't it? But I think it's a lot more meaningful when an opposition presents its policies to the people of Australia. And then uh, we can argue to the Senate, whatever gets elected, that this is what we took to the people. That is total fraudulence. (laughs) I was in Canberra in 1998. John Howard went to the people seeking and, and receiving a fresh mandate to introduce a goods and services tax, and the Labor Party did absolutely everything it could to stop it from happening. So too the Telstra sale, like... Politicians, and this is not, it's not some anti Labour kick because the Libs have done it as well. The um, although they didn't actually do it that much when Howard was opposition leader during the during the the Hawke Keating era. One of the reasons that Hawke and Keating managed to transform this country into a modern and open economy Mm -hmm. was that the Libs went, you know what, this is good, this is exactly what Australia should be doing, we should be floating the dollar we should be letting in foreign yep. banks we should be moving towards a free trade model so to their credit at that point the libs backed it but you know the idea that that, that bill can stand there and audaciously claim that he's you know he needs a, a rails run getting everything done when the Senate has been, they should have put a bloody circus tent up around the thing for the last fifteen years. Well, that's been the, the the idea of a mandate, meaning you've got some kind of right
0: to put through your election, your your campaign agenda. Just simply doesn't exist anymore. We've had it here in South Australia in
1: the last twelve months. Because, there's is anyone is that the shops opening on Sundays and public holidays? <laughs> it's funny as just as you said that, Steve Marshall, who's clearly listening, texted in saying, "Well, I went to the election, pledging to deregulate shop trading hours and cap council rate increases." Peter Malinowskis and Labor's block both. Maybe Bill should speak to a South Australian leader.
0: All right. Um, the Prime Minister... We'll put that to Mally when we catch up with him shortly. Prime Minister Scott Morrison uh, yesterday was still fielding questions. He shut down pretty quickly about um, the rights of homosexuals in Australia.
1: But that issue was dealt with last year. And I'm really pleased... The year before, actually. And I'm really pleased it is. And that's not what this election is about.
0: He's talking about uh, the same-sex marriage debate there. It came after... Uh, I think he was he was caught out just answering a question poorly as opposed to trying to disguise any real malice towards people uh, the day before. Good news for um, uh, fans of this. Oh, Sister fans, it's safe to come out of the cupboard. D. Schneider, you can play your hit again. The good news is because the advertising blackout has commenced, started last night, runs until when the votes start getting counted on uh, radio and TV, so you won't be hearing those election ads anymore. Rejoice you may. That said, it won't mean you won't see them or indeed hear them in other places. Blackout laws have really struggled to keep up to date with technological changes in Australia. So while you won't hear them here on radio on 5AA, and you won't see them on your TV program, you'll still see them online Mm. on YouTube, on um, the advertiser website, for example. You'll see them on um, the streaming services. So if you watch something on uh, 10Play or 9 or 7's app online, you watch one of their TV programs, they can still contain political advertising, and they absolutely will. Uh, But the good news is, at very least... In the traditional format of media, you won't be hearing uh, any more of Dee Snyder's hit being uh,
1: taken over by Clive Palmer. There as, is, you, as you were saying that, Will, I just called up my um, YouTube thing on the phone and see there the number one um, ad at the moment on YouTube is an ad branded Liberal Party of Australia, Labor can't yeah. manage dollars. So they're doing everything they can digitally, all the parties. It doesn't make sense in this day and age that
0: you can, in people's Facebook feeds they'll be advertising. Yeah, but it won't be on TV and radio. It's just something that has failed to keep up with with the times. People mm. making the same point about pre-polling. There have been, as of this morning... Okay, so let me ask you this. There's 16.4 million people registered to vote in Australia. Mm-hmm. How many do you think have already voted? 3.1? That was a figure I read. 3.48. 450,000 wow. people voted yesterday. Nearly 3.5. So we're nearly up to a quarter of people.
1: Having voted. Probably about one in five people have already voted in Australia. You know what I find funny is the, the looseness of doing it. You need to give a reason as to why you want a pre-poll. Oh, do you? Yeah. A, and, and clearly the AEC just shrug their shoulders and go, yeah, whatever. Like, it's so any be, reason's good enough. You're physically incapacitated. You're going to be away on election day. Yeah. But you don't have to prove that you're going to be away on election day. You know, say, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be here.
0: Well, either they need to enforce the reason or they need to start coming up with a contingency to count huge numbers of pre-polled votes on the night, because we're, we're heading towards a scenario where no-one's going to know it's Saturday night. If, if one in four votes uh, won't be counted,
1: well, it's difficult to draw conclusions I, on the stream. But polling. I have no issue with people pre, pre-polling. No, I neither do I. I, I think if, I. You, if you are of a certain ideological bent and you're not interested in the campaign... See, the other thing, people who are complaining about the pre-polling vote often in the same breath complain about the quality of the campaign. So if you're unimpressed by the campaign itself and think that the campaign is all pork ballering and posturing and nonsense, then that's an argument in favour of pre-polling, where you actually just cut to the chase, get down to the the core values and core policy positions of the parties and cast your vote accordingly. Um, 13
0: after 7, sports bets paid out on Labor. They've paid out on all bets on the Labor Party to win the election already to the tune of $1.3 million. One pun to 128 grand. You're kidding. For having a flutter on Labor... In the lead up to the election, they're what you're multi out or
1: straight up? I think no, no,
0: they're only paying out straight up beds. That's crazy. Yeah, he must so, have put his house on it. They must have put a lot on it, or he did it a long time ago. Mm. Susan's called in. Morning, Susan.
1: Good morning. I voted on Wednesday. I didn't need an excuse. No, not Tuesday. I did. I didn't need an excuse. I just walked in there and said, "I want to vote." I no, didn't ask you. I did not ask because my husband's going to work on Saturday all day, so he wouldn't be. So that's what I thought. Well, I might as well do it with him. Yeah. We both never got asked the reason. Yeah, right. We just said, can we vote? And they said, where do you live? Go down there. Mm.
0: They never
1: said why or anything. Mm. So I suppose there's been so many people rocking up to vote, they haven't got time to have a chat to all of them. (laughs) No, well, that's right. But there wasn't many people in the room when we did it. Which seat are you in season? Um, we're in Elizabeth, so I'm not sure. I can't remember. It's a new one. Nick but, Champions, yeah. you'll like only remember. Yes, them, yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, Wait, No, it's not Wakefield anymore. It's called something else. Oh, it the is Cubs called something. Spence?
0: Yeah, yes, that's yes, right. That, it, Spence. Yes. Good yeah. on you, Susan. Thank Thanks, you for that. Susan.
1: OK, then, no worries.
0: Text coming in on the Telstra-Store Murray Bridge text line. Read the Senate, says someone. Here we go again. Yep, you're right. We've been conditioned to accept that um, uh, mandates are something, a quaint political concept of the past. Catherine says, morning, boys, wondering if the economy is going to grind to a halt now. The election advertising blackout is on and there's no more ads from Clive. You're right. We, we might have had a Clive Palmer-led advertising recovery of the economy. We might have to close down the radio station. I don't you know. It'd be a very nervous day come our next payday. Yeah, that's
1: right. Jane says, why
0: is online political advertising still allowed? Well, it's only because the, 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 the act that governs it didn't ever contemplate there would be a thing like online advertising. So it's just not covered in the law. Mm. Um uh, if you'd like to send in a text, do so. Telstra Store Murray Bridge Text Line zero double four eight zero eight thirteen ninety five, 1395 or you can give us a call, 8223 double two three double.